Epic Deer Studios. This is the Ice Queens. Welcome back, figure skating fans, to another episode of the Ice Queens. This is our special 2011 U.S. figure skating episode, and we are fresh. I mean, no delay here with the Ice Queens. Fresh off watching the men's competition today, Sunday, January 30th, and wow, what a good time that was. I'm here with my good friend, Tori, and I'm your host, Liz, and um, Tori, why don't you start us off with talking about the Paris competition? Well, surprisingly, okay, well, the number one thing about the pairs that made me so happy was that Inouye and Baldwin were not there. Woo! So, Raise I know. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. I was so happy going. I knew it was going to be a good competition. Um, and John Baldwin not being at Nationals, when was the last time that happened? Probably three decades ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was probably <laughs> maybe the 80s. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, woohoo, we got rid of John. Thank God. I hope he never comes back. Even to coach, I don't want to see him. Well, and there's this crazy rumor. I think I heard it on some show that they actually did get married. I, did, I still don't believe it. I mean, we tried to find it, you know, on the web, but we couldn't actually locate any information on that. Yeah, and our and our search look into that more. <laughs> yeah, our search of the courthouse records of where they supposedly <laughs> filed their marriage license has turned up nothing. So yeah. it's like as big of a mystery as Obama's birth certificate. Right. I I'm not believing that they're married. No, me yeah. either. No. But the pairs, surprisingly, it was a good competition. It this was probably one of the better pairs competition that we've had in a number of years. The top four pairs, very few mistakes. It was a surprise for me. Yeah, it was. A, I would call it a shocker. I know. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I'm not believing my eyes. I know I just had LASIK surgery on Thursday, <laughs> and I'm seeing better, but I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're trying to pull something over on us. I don't know what's I know, going like, on. Who are these people? What's going on here? Um, and my dad called me, Bob the Millman, and he was very surprised by the pairs, too, because I always tell him how bad they are. And But then, of course, he asked, do you think that these people have any chance to medal at Worlds? And I was like, oh, hell no. If they make it into the top ten, that would be a victory. But, uh, you know, for a U.S. Nationals competition, it's one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I got to give it up. Now that we got Keanu McLaughlin out of there, um, things are looking up for, for Rockney and his partner. Well, it's really like Marley and me is the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, Rockney has a new partner this year, and um, I, I was actually impressed. They've only been together for five months, and they were not too bad. They ended up fourth in the competition. She's a single skater on the junior level, but – they're, they're, they weren't too bad. The unison, of course, is off because they've only had five months. They did uh, trip and fall on each other on the ice doing no elements, so that was kind <laughs> of amusing. But, you know, they have a big triple twist, although when he caught her to bring her down to the ice, he did kind of hold her on his shoulder like a dish rag for a bit, so that was kind of <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah, there were some rough transitions there with the lifts, um, and she's only right. 15. I don't know how old, how old he is. I think he's like 25, probably. I want to say that he's only... He's only 21, maybe. He's not. He's 21 or 22, So, but there is a bit of an age difference. You know, if they actually stay together for a while, they have... They could have some promise there because I do think that she's a stronger jumper than Kiana. Yeah, and she seems to have a little bit more going on um, between the ears. So hopefully, right. hopefully that'll be good. 
they didn't, you know, have, relate to each other that much, but that's something that's going to come with more practice, being in more competitions together. But you, they weren't too bad for how long they've been together. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, my only issue was it just seemed like there was, he's a much more polished pair skater than she is. I mean, she's right. sort of just like his little sister tagging along. But hopefully um, by next year, they'll be able to get in the top three. And maybe if we can, by some miracle, we can have a combined placement of 13 at the Worlds, we'll be able to send three pairs next year. That would be good. Yeah, um, that won't be happening at this Worlds. I don't <laughs> think. But, um, yeah, he is a strong pair skater. So hopefully she's going to develop into a skater that's going to match him and they'll be good. Because I do think that he's probably, I would think, the best male pair skater that the U.S. has. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then Denny and Barrett, um, they were first last year, and they fell to third this year. They struggled in the short program. Right. So they're changed coaches. They're being coached by John Zimmerman, you know, the hottie. Um, and they have improved a little bit. You know, they're, they don't have the polish, but I thought they have improved a little bit this year. Um, they still need to work on her stretch in the lifts. She just doesn't seem that flexible or have nice extension but they were okay they had a clean skate you know he stepped out of a jump I believe but overall it was an okay skate they're they're not that exciting for me no the only thing that was exciting and I guess it was more terrifying was her makeup job I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, it's improved over last year because if you remember last year, she had like the red, um, she was a firebird, had a super tacky outfit and then had the red little stringy things in her hair for the firebird. Oh, right. That's true. But this <laughs> time it's like, I don't know what color that was. It was sort of like, it was green, fluorescent. I I mean, talk about hair uh, color not found in nature. Right. Their overall um, presentation isn't all that appealing. <laughs> yeah, she really needs to class it up a little bit because that makeup was super trash. Well, and the woman's supposed to be the showpiece or the flower for the group. She's not a very pretty flower for the group. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> she's wil- she's wilting a little bit in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and Jeremy Barrett is engaged to Amanda Vora, who. Avora and Ladwig were the second place team. Right, and they were second last year also. Um, they've, they've, I think they've actually been together the longest of all the pair, so it's kind of surprising that their um, side-by-side things are what they have tro- trouble on, like the spins, uh, the unison, they always have trouble on that, and the side-by-side jumps always seem to be off, so it's, they need to work on that. They do have nice lifts. She has nice extension in them. Uh, they have difficult lifts. Although they did have a trouble on one of the lifts. I thought he was going to drop her. They had a little trouble on the dismount. but And they, had, they just had too many bobbles. Otherwise, they might have been able to win. They ended up second here because it was pretty close going into the free skate. But they just had a number of bobbles, and they they couldn't do it. Although I, I thought their outfits were a little tacky, too. Yeah, they just got to – they need to clean it up a little bit and get some more confidence and really go out there. I mean, I think they have a lot of talent and – I think they, you know, they're obviously getting a lot more experience since they did go to the Olympics in Vancouver, and they're going to go to Worlds this year again. So um, hopefully they'll keep moving up. Um, but yeah, they but they got to they got to pull it together a little bit more than they have if they're going to be in the first place. But right. but the first place team Yankowskis and Coughlin, I don't even know, I don't even remember ever seeing them before. So they sort of came out of nowhere to me. Well, they got, they got third last year, and I I want to say that they were either in first or second going into the long last year and they choked it away 
so they didn't make the Olympic team last year. But um, speaking of pretty flowers, she definitely is the showpiece for this team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has the nice extension. She's very pretty. She's polished. She has good posture. So your eyes drawn to her all the time. I did like this program. It was um, soft and subtle. Um, I noticed when I was watching it, I didn't take a lot of notes. I was just kind of watching it. And, you know, they, they didn't have any major mistakes. It was a nice program. Yeah, and um, I don't know if it was as stunning and unforgettable as Sandra Bezik tried to make it seem like it would be, but um, I know he's had a hard time because I guess his mom died last year, and it was nice. His dad and his sister were there, and they were cheering him on, so it was very sentimental, but it was a good program. They did a good job. They were first in the short program and the free skate, so... They did, but I agree with you about um, Sandra. She kind of made it sound like it was one of the best performances ever for pairs at Nationals. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of these pairs called Ty and Randy? Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it, sister. We're actually world champions. Yeah. <laughs> or even Peter and Kitty. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, we got to send Sandra into the Wayback Machine again. She's lost her memory a little bit. But overall, I would say that I was pleasantly surprised by the pairs, and it was actually watchable this year yeah no john baldwin and nobody embarrassed themselves so um usually there's lots of crashes and splashes on the ice did not see that in the top four pairs so it was nice so go pairs keep on rocking yeah Um, hopefully we can maybe get both teams in the top 10 at once yeah Let's keep our fingers crossed. So <laughs> on to the ice dance competition, which is getting to be a barn burner in every respect. Really good teams in that competition. Right. So the top three teams are all coached by the same coaches. So I, you got to wonder how that works out. How do these coaches come up with all these different programs? But uh, it, was a, it was a good competition for the pairs. Well, obviously, Davis and White, they are the silver medalists at the Olympics and the world champions. And I... I don't see how they won't win the Worlds this year. You know, Virtue and Moira, been, she's been injured, and they have not competed all season. They say that they're going to come back for the Worlds, but with all that training time gone, I say it's Davis and White's year to be the world champions. And that would be the first time that a U.S. pair has won uh, the world champions for ice dancing. Wow, that will be impressive competition because they they won nationals by 12 points. Um against Shibutani and Shibutani, which is a brother-sister team out of New York. And they were actually, I, I found them amazing. I know you get a little grossed out by the brother-sister team. I do. And I saw these people, I saw the Shibutanis live at um, Skate America. And um, when I saw them, I said, these guys are, they're the next stars for the U.S. ice dancing. And I, yeah, I don't like um, brother-sister pairs. This program that they have works for them. Um, you know, it's a, a waltz and a, a quick step, and it's a fun, it's a lively program. They're smooth. They're they're really polished for how old they are. Yeah, and I was telling the producer, I said, you know, hopefully with brother and sister teams, they can focus on the connection on the ice rather than the romance. Right. Um, I don't so want to see any romantic, sexy program. So I don't know how this is going to work if when it's a season where they need to do a tango or something. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, and another. also we should mention that they have eliminated one of the competitions from the ice dance competition. They used to do an original dance, a compulsory dance, and a free dance, and they combined the original and the compulsory into one event where they, where there's one part of it where all the pairs do, or all the ice dance teams do the same moves, but they all can choose their own music, and the other half of it is their choice in terms right, of choreography. So, 
So this year it was uh, the Golden Waltz. And so they have part of the program where it's a free, a free skate. Um, but it's like in waltz. It needs to be waltz music. And then they have to also include the compulsory where they go around the ice and do that actual, the movements for the Golden Waltz within the program. So, um, yeah, it, it, I, nobody wants to watch the compulsories anyway. So I, I think that was probably a good move. Well, pretty much nobody wants to watch ice dancing most of the time. But, uh. <laughs> you know, it's, hard, it's hard for me to watch ice dancing, um, you know, when Virtue and Moyer aren't skating. So, but I, I do like the Shubatanis. I like them a lot. I loved the, the program. Um, and, you know, you can't go wrong when you're skating to Nat King Cole. So I do think that they have a lot of promise and they seem to draw the audience in. Yeah, I really like them. It's nice to see them up and coming. I, um, I'm enjoying ice dancing a lot more now that we don't have to watch so many Russians in their insane outfits and their ridiculous music. So that makes me happy. It, and I think that these um, guys, you know, it's their first year on the senior level. They were the uh, junior champions last year. I think that they'll do good at Worlds because they did well on the um, Grand Prix circuit i believe they got third at both of their competitions maybe second at one of them but they did medal at both of their competitions so that means that the international judges like them too yeah that's good i mean i don't know if they're of um which asian descent they're from i'm thinking they might be japanese so we just have to make sure that the judges don't get confused right and it, (laughs) it is in japan this year the worlds are so you know maybe that'll be give them an edge and they'll get high placements yeah that would be good (laughs) they'll become huge superstars in japan So the third and fourth place teams both feature women named Madison, which means that the movie Splash has had quite an influence on their parents. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Which is, you know, a little bit disturbing. I know Madison was a very popular name in, what, the late 80s, the early 90s, but now we have two (laughs) women in the top four on ice dancing who are named Madison, which I don't know how I feel about that. The fourth place team, Madison Hubble and Kiefer, another awesome name of the 80s and 90s, um, Madison Hubble and Kiefer Hubble, another brother and sister team. Right. Um, Fourth place. I could view 30 seconds of that. They creeped me out. That's good for you because (laughs) it wasn't much to see. She has this crazy blonde hair. I don't know if it's Marilyn Monroe or what she's going for. Yeah, I'm like, is this program singing a little bit too creepy and sexy? I can't watch it. Yeah. It's so I, thing- scanned, I scanned right through it. It's a good thing you moved on. <laughs> um, then number three, we have Madison Chalk and Greg Zerlane. I don't know. I, I can't remember much about them, so they must not have been that great. So. Well, they, they did the cabaret program. Oh, yeah. He's the one wearing all the makeup. Now it's all coming back. Yeah, yeah I had, well, I had to blink. And sh- I had to blink and shake my head a few times because I thought it was Johnny Weir out there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like had, somebody had to pick up. Johnny wasn't here at this Nationals. Yeah. But um, I thought the program was pretty good. There was quite a big um, score difference between Shock and Zerlin and Shubatani. So I was a little bit surprised by that because I thought they were a little closer matched in you know with the scoring i was surprised how much of a difference there was their program was pretty good i didn't like it as much as the shubatanis but it was entertaining and i felt like they really were into the program and sold it to the audience so yeah i mean there was a 20 point difference between second and third place so i don't know who you know the judging's always messed up yeah i I don't know how they judge it but i'm like well okay and then of course davis and white won it um you know i 
I like Davis and White. I'm not super huge fans of them. I appreciate and respect their skating because they're powerful. They always have a lot of technical difficulties. They have the good lifts, the spins, and when they skate, they go all out. They don't leave anything. They're usually just breathing hard by the end of the program. But um, this program's not my favorite of theirs. I just don't, I don't see the chemistry between them. I know that it's supposed to be a tango. I don't feel any kind of sexual chemistry or any heat between them. It's like, uh. Yeah, I think they might have been taking robot lessons over the summer from Evan mm-hmm. Lysacek. That concerns me. I mean, I appreciate they're trying to do something different because they usually do character pieces like the Phantom of the Opera. And then the year before that, it was Samson and Delilah. So this is totally different for them, but... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as, the, I mean, the choreography was incredibly intricate difficult. and difficult. So mm-hmm. it does, like, like Sandra Bezik said, they are challenging themselves. So that's nice. They're not just resting on their laurels, but. Right. And they are, you know, better than everybody else in the competition. So I do appreciate that. And I think that they're wonderful skaters. I don't, this is not my favorite program that they've skated. No. I didn't, I didn't think so either. So on to the women's competition. This year, the, the competition was a little bit different in that the order was different. Men, men skated last um, today on Sunday, and the women skated their final program last night on Saturday night. So it was a little bit different that the men ended the competition. Mm-hmm. But um, the women's competition was interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we all were on pins and needles for Alyssa Sisney, and she actually came through and pulled out the win. Right. So we had three um, former champions with Mariah. Rachel and Alyssa have all won a national championship. So that doesn't happen very often in the national competition where you have that many that have won before. Well, well, with Michelle, it was like, you know, she's the only one that ever won it whenever she was at the competition, um, except for maybe about one year. But uh, it was good. It was a pretty good competition. Yeah, I can't I can't say that there was much to complain about or make fun of and the stuff that I did complain about and make fun of I was able to fast forward through. So that kind of saved <laughs> me. That kind of brought it up to the level that I wanted it to be at. Um, yeah, I, I mean, some people who we've heard in the past who went by the wayside, Ashley Wagner finished oh. sixth, Carolyn Jang finished 12th. She did do the pearl, though, which I thought she might not be capable of doing anymore. She looked like she slimmed down a little bit and had a little bit more flexibility. But it was it was slower than hell. I, Caroline was, I, I thought she was awful. I don't know, yeah. she's just slow. I, and she doesn't seem like she's enjoying the skating. And you could tell when she started making mistakes she totally disregards what her program is. She's just doing stuff. Yeah. I don't think she's doing her choreography. She's just doing jumps, trying to throw things in there. It, it's painful to watch her. I, was, I had to scan through half of her program. Yeah, and Ashley, I just if you Ashley, if you can't if you can't do well in the short program, you're never going to win anything. You got she's got to get past that if she's ever going to do something. Right. Well, and she two foots almost every single landing, so that drives me insane. Yeah. Because Scott at the end, he's like, "Oh, she did so good. She only made one mistake," and it's like she two footed almost every single landing. How are those not mistakes? Yeah. Well, you know, Scott's <laughs> Scott's, she's Scott's eyes not so good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I um I thought Christina Gao she finished fifth. I thought she seemed to be someone with a lot of potential. She's being coached by Brian Orser, so they kind of did a little Kim Yuna comparison. But she looked like she was someone who, you know, with a little experience and a little bit more style and poise could be very good. I liked her, too, and I think she has a lot of potential. She has beautiful jumps. She gets a lot of height and distance on the jumps. She's also light on the ice. She's really got long arms and legs, so she needs to grow into those and, um, have get her into some ballet lessons so because she could have beautiful line out there yeah exactly um, 
but I do think that she has a lot of potential. She had nice outfit. Um, she just needs to, you know, get a little personality, more polish. And I think she's going to be good. Definitely the future. Um, there was one thing when she was doing, there was some bad camera work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about it, where she almost <laughs> fell out of the rank. Um, I thought she was landing on the camera. I don't know. They were so close to her. <laughs> That's like, when I scream and yell at NBC. And I'm like, these are the moments <laughs> we have to be able to see clearly. Like when Midori Ito jumped out of the rink, Christina Gao <laughs> jumped onto the camera. And of course, the camera is too close for us to see what actually happened. And they have no replay of it. I mean, what kind of coverage is that? I know. It's like, okay, you're close. It's going to be a combination jump. You got the first one. Oops, here comes the second jump. She's on top of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) No, those are the classic figure skating moments we just have to be able to see. I mean, they need to get better cameramen. Pay a little more, NBC. Come on. I know. You only broadcast two events a year. You think you can ante up for some of those. (laughs) So that did crack me up. But I, I did like her, and she just needs a little more personality. and She has a lot of potential. So Agnes Zawadzki finished fourth. Apparently she's a junior champion. I'm still not sure how I feel about her. She was fine. I kind of felt like she's sort of Elaine Zayaki, sort of like all flash and no substance. But well, um, I don't uh, know. She, she's coached by Rachel's coach. So that tells you something right there. Yeah. But um, And I guess I should mention that this is Bob the, the mailman's pick. Really? Thought, yes. He's like this. I like this girl. And, um, you know, the last time he told me that was Yuna Kim. And uh, I did not like Yuna the first, what, season or two. And I'm like, I don't think she's that good. And he's like, oh, no, Yuna's good. And then, you know, two yeah, years later, Olympic it's like, champion. wow. But no, yeah, my dad, he's really liked her. Well, I think part of it was because she did the anytime it's got some type of polka music in it, he's all over. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, Bob the Mailman is swayed by some strange criteria. <laughs> he liked her little tapping her feet and doing all kinds of stuff. So um, she definitely needs polish. She does have nice jumps. She has the good height and the flow on the jumps. Uh, she had a little trouble on some of the landings and she had a fall in this program, but she was definitely fighting for um, a lot of the, the landings. So she tried to hold it together. She has potential too. She needs to get better choreography and maybe work with more dance type stuff to because I think she has personality she seemed to have personality and seemed to like to skate too but yeah I agree um she's a little rough (laughs) yeah I don't know if it was Scott Hamilton or Sandra Bezik but one of them did predict she would win nationals and I think that's a fair prediction but yeah it's it'll be interesting well Bob the mailman also says that too so and that was before I heard Scott say that (laughs) well well then it as so it will be <laughs> yeah, I mean, she seems to have a better head on her shoulders than that crazy Mariah Nagasu who got third place. I don't know what's going on with her. The producer well, told me that um, that Philip Hirsch, who writes for the Chicago Tribune, said that that Frank Carroll was just furious with her at the end because she gave out uh, gave up on her program and she was all hunched over. And of course, she was bawling at the end. Well, she missed the world team because she just yeah. sucked at the end. She gave it up. Yeah. So Mariah is definitely a head case. And she's been a head case the whole time. You never know what you're going to get with Mariah. So I, I kind of like that because she could be fantastic or crazy. She didn't skate bad in the long program, but um, she, I, I felt like she was a little off today. Or I guess it was yesterday. I thought she was a little off in the program. The jumps weren't coming easier to her. You know, she was having a little problem with the um, – landings she just didn't have her usual sparkle and joy when she was skating and you know she doesn't have that it's 
a little, it's trouble. So I I did kind of feel like she was trying to fight and hold on, but it definitely was not an easy skate for her today. No, it was rough. And it got even rougher when she was in Kiss and Cry and someone (laughs) threw the teddy bear down and hit Frank on the head. Did you see that? (laughs) No, how did I miss that? Oh, you got, if you still got that on TiVo, it is, it is something for the record books. It's probably one of the funniest figure skating moments I've ever seen with Frank Carroll. But I have to go back and watch it. I mean, he was furious. He looked like he was going to jump in the stands and and strangle the person that did it. (laughs) Going, Mariah, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, he, as if he wasn't mad enough that Mariah sucked out there, then he gets hit in the head with a stuffed animal. She was definitely off, and she was under-rotating her jumps again, and that's what hurt her. She just didn't have her her normal you know, excitement to her skating today, because I do think that she is a good skater, and it's unfortunate that she got third, because she probably they probably won't send her to the worlds. We're only going to send two. And it's, it's not based on how you place at nationals. That's a big part of it, but I'm sure that they will send Rachel and Alyssa, which is too bad because the international judges have pretty much said that Rachel, we don't like you. They They like Mariah. I mean, she has won international competition during the grand prix, but Rachel has not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still so Rachel finished second, and I'm still thinking that the deferment um, was a bad t- idea. It was a bad idea. She should have just enrolled in Stanford, t- started taking classes, and you know kept her national medal from last year as her highest achievement. Right. So she got second, and you know we're not fans of Rachel. She's slow. Her spins are slower than hell. She doesn't have the flexibility, um, and especially with the long program. It was a labored program. It was like she was having a tough time just holding everything together. And she's boring. Yeah. But with the, sh- with the short program, I mean, I was getting irate during the short program. You know, I just had my eye surgery. She's compromising it by wearing the hideous yellow outfit, <sighs> burning my retina. And I'm like, my eyes better be okay after this. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, there may be um, cause for <laughs> cause for suit. <laughs> I know. That was the ugliest outfit I've ever seen. It was just shocking yellow, horrible. And then she has the nerve to skate to East of Eden. I love that piece of music. Why are you ruining it for me? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just, I I think that um, if she doesn't really know the ways in which she's going to improve and it doesn't, she doesn't seem to have a clear path of improvement. She just needs to stop. I mean, I don't really understand what she's working towards. I mean, she kind of, she was throwing some heart and soul into the short program. It seemed like they kept saying, oh, we've never seen her have this sort of personality. But, and then in the long, she, I don't know. And they said also she has bulging discs in her back, so she'll never be able to do the layback the way that everybody else does. And I'm like, oh, I've never heard that before. Right. Yeah, I've never heard that. It's like, are you just saying that because she's not flexible? Yeah, I don't (laughs) I don't know. It, it was too bad. I thought she was flailing around too much in the short program. Yeah. I, with I'm, her arms. <laughs> I'm bothered because I think she's confusing flailing with um, emotion. Artistry? Yeah, with artistry. <laughs> and it's not it's not working for her. But so, the Sisney, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you. I know. it was. So, I watched the program twice. So I was so happy for her. We waited so long for her to skate good. And it's been the whole season. Every competition that I've watched... Um, her in this season, she's done good in both the short and the long. You know, she's had a few bobbles in some of them, but she's fought for them. And she seems like a completely different skater. Yeah, she's just so much, she's so much more mature than everybody else. And she seems to have found 
like, you know, some sort of peace of mind about figure skating where it's not like out there and she's like just freaking out all the time. She just seems to take it or leave it, you know, do try to do her best and leave all the drama behind. And, and yeah. she was, um, I was on pins and needles watching her in the free skate, but she came through and she was well-deserved to win the national competition. Oh yeah. She, but she seems so much more calm this year. I actually wasn't nervous. Usually I'm nervous watching her. I have been in the past season, but I'm just like, I just felt like she was going to do good because she just seemed so confident and so calm when she was just going through the routine. And it this program is just a beautiful program for her. It's lyrical. Her spins are awesome. The spirals, all of her positions are amazing. It was fantastic. And it's she seems effortless when she's skating, whereas um, it seems like big-time work for Rachel. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Alyssa does on the world since she did win the Grand Prix. And um, so she's shown she can compete at the world level. Let's just hope that we can get the combined 13 placement this year so that we can send three next year because it's it's shameful we're only sending two women to the world competition. It is. Um, well, and I think with Alyssa, I think that if she skates as well as she did at this competition or as well as she has this season – I definitely think she could medal. I think she could win because I do think she is the best skater. Just the quality of her performances or the overall quality of her skating is better than anybody else that's skating right now. It's just if she can be um, not make any mistakes. Yeah, and the only the only thing she doesn't have going for her is no triple triple. But hopefully, um, but just... the, the other top skaters really aren't do it well. I guess the Japanese Mikiondo, but. Mikiondo does not have all the quality that Alyssa does. She has the triple, triple jumps, but her spins are awful and the spirals and just the connecting moves. They're nowhere near Alyssa's. So I definitely think that she could medal at Worlds. Yeah, I hope so. We'll be pulling for her. She did sort of scare me a little bit in the truth booth. Um, did you see her where she was holding up a um, teddy bear and mm-hmm. she pretended like the teddy bear was doing the interview? With her, like she was, she was, I mean, she wasn't, she was attempting to be a ventriloquist, but actually just using her regular voice and, yes. and talking. And so, but actually um, the producer and I were, were thinking that the teddy bear was, was a much better interviewer than Andrea Joyce. Oh my God, was totally a better interviewer. Speaking of Andrea, why do they not lock the door? Don't <laughs> let her in the building. And, you know, after the short program, she totally jinxed Mariah. Oh, she totally. Went, she went and talked to Mariah and said, Mariah, you're always in first place after the short program, and then you, like, fall apart, so what are you going to do different tomorrow? Uh, no, come on. <laughs> and Mariah's like, why are you messing with me, man? Come right. on. Mariah's already mental. Why are you saying that to her, Andrea? <laughs> I think Andrea must have some hidden agenda. I don't know. Right. I mean, is she friends with Rachel? Oh, probably. <laughs> She's probably hanging out at CPK with Rachel and her coach, Tom, and her parents. I know. It's like, come on. It's, why is Andrea still around? Let's get some better commentating. Obviously, the people at NBC are not listening to the Ice Queens because if they were, they would have better cameramen. They, we, would, we would be doing the interviews, or at least a teddy bear, and we would all be better than Andrea Joyce. Right. Andrea Joyce would be the first to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to the men's competition. Wow, today a barn. I'm like, who are these people? Who I don't know. I don't know. Competition. They're coming out of nowhere. They're coming out of the woodwork. But yeah, it was. I mean, Scott was so excited because it was so such a deep competition, and it really was. I mean, there's some people who drive me crazy. Um, number one on that list is Keegan Messing. 
Um, <laughs> I not watch the Hulk. I mean, the outfit's horrendous, and I could sworn that's what he wore last year. Is that right, Tori? He did wear that last year, and I believe that we gave him worst costume at last year's national, so he decided to bring it back for us. Yeah, he's like, oh, if you think I was bad this year, I'm going to be bad again next year, and it's going to be terrible. And I'm the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> but I'm only 5'3". I'm from Alaska. My, pretty my, much um, Elvis Stoico point two. Exactly. That's what I was saying too. <laughs> and did you see his coaches? It's like they escaped from some eighties hairband. I'm like, was that jumping Joe Sabachik as his coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's going on in Alaska? As if Sarah Palin isn't bad enough. Now we've got to deal with all this. I, I don't only know. watched, um, like his first jump and I'm like, I can't watch this. You're wearing a crappy outfit and I don't like the Hulk. Okay. No, it was terrible. I mean, oh boy. I, <laughs> I've, I weep for that, although they, you know, everybody seemed to like it. All the commentators seemed to like it, but I don't know. And then we had Brandon Marose. It's sort of a non-entity. He um, has I no personality. No personality. <laughs> and then Armin Mabanusida, my favorite name to say. Um, he's oh, my okay. God. You can say it. <laughs> I know. I'm so good. I'm so professional. I've been practicing. Um, he was pretty good. I don't know. I'm not all have that excited. Some of his, I have seen him skate in the past. He does have nice line. He's fluid on the ice. He's well. He's coached by Priscilla Hill, so he kind of is reminiscent of Johnny Weir with his style. But um, yeah, take him or leave him. I mean, he's all right. Yeah. Um, Jeremy. Uh, well, first, then next, Adam Rippon. He placed ninth in the short program and three in the free skate. I mean, I felt bad for him. I don't know how he got ninth. I didn't. They didn't show but us the short program. Unfortunately, but. NBC sucks. We haven't mentioned that in this podcast. Um, oh, know, only like, a few times. Do. We probably need yeah, to well, mention we a few actually, more. <laughs> I actually said they suck. We did say their camera work was terrible. But yes. Once again, they decide not to show us things we want to see, like the men's short program. Yeah, and if they think we're paying, giving money to the Ice Network to to actually watch these things and pay for them, they are out of their minds. Yeah, they got another thing coming. That ain't yeah. happening. No. So yeah, it was ninth after the short. He must have been a disaster because his long program was very nice. Um, he does not have a quad. He has nice line artistry. He's fluid. He had a little trouble with the landing on one of his axles, but um, he, this was, I think this was really supposed to be his year where he's going to medal and. Um, get to go to worlds but he had trouble with the short program so that's too bad i'm not quite sure how much personality he has though no i'm not not sure either um i know he's coached by brian orser so that could be a plus although brian orser seems to be coaching everyone these days so i don't know how (laughs) he manages his time but um but adam ripon i'm still interested in watching him i hope he does better yeah Um, he's a quality skater yeah Ooh, probably the most tragic story of the night once again. Jeremy Abbott finished fourth and off the the world team. That we is, just need to start calling him Jeremy Heartbreaker Abbott. I know. I don't know. I mean, they did this little vignette of him and how he was the forgotten champion and he's going to show everybody. I'm like, dude, it was like he was perfect in the short. He was great in the first part of the free skate and then he makes a little mistake and he totally melts down after that. Yeah, he did. He put his hand down on that uh, triple axle, and then it was like he lost his mind because then he fell on the lutz, and then he had he had a, uh, some trouble with some more landings on jumps. And this is a very nice program. If it was skated cleanly, I thought it was really a pretty program. It's got good choreography. You know, it's an emotional, and he can get into it, but uh, it wasn't his day. 
I know it's it's heartbreak city out there. And I my only explanation is that um, he was wondering where he could get a kitchen cabinet for less. And there was a big sign on the boards where you could call <laughs> 1-800-CABINETS and get a kitchen cabinet. I know it was very distracting for the skaters. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite advertisement of the of the event, except for maybe Alka-Seltzer Plus, which is what we needed after we watched Jeremy's performance. He did not listen to the keys of the competition, obviously. No, the keys of the competition were clearly decided without his input. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I felt bad for him, and it is too bad he got fourth. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they do send him to Worlds. You know, we got this, the second and third place are people that we've never heard of, and I, I think that they were both junior skaters a year ago. So I wonder if they'll send both of them to Worlds, or if they're going to go with people that have experience and have a better chance of um, being in the top. Because we have the three placements, we want to keep three placements for next year. Actually, the producer just got word that they have decided the world team for the men, and Jeremy's not on it. They are going to go with the first, second, and third placements. Yeah. So it's uh, bad news for Jeremy. But the other news is that he says he's definitely planning on competing next year, and I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, he's got Yuka and Jason Dungeon coaching him, which we know they also coach Alyssa Sisney, and we're big fans of theirs. Um, Hopefully they can get his mental state. Um, together so that he doesn't give up on his programs if he's not perfect. Yeah. Ross Miner was in third place, and I really, really liked this guy. He did a lot of things that were different and unique. Apparently, he came from the juniors, and he took last year off. Um, He won juniors in 2009. He took last year off when he was there this year. And one thing he did, he started his program with a lot of um, circular footwork Footwork. instead of Mm -hmm. a lot of jumps. And I really thought that was a nice way to ease in the program. And he just did really well. I liked him a lot. I'll be looking forward to watching him. I thought he was good too. He skated to Casablanca and um, it was a good program. He hit all of his jumps. They were beautiful. He had nice spins. He has a nice line, no mistakes. Um, It was a good program for him. And then, you know, I really appreciated his costume. He wore a white button down shirt and black pants. Thank you, Ross, for not dressing like the Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, amen, brother. Yeah, Keegan, you could take some lessons. <laughs> yeah, so he looked like a polished skater because he's young. And um, yeah, he's somebody to watch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does at Worlds. Hopefully he can keep his poise on the world stage and, and you know do as well as he did at Nationals. He actually plays second in the free skate, which is great. Um, Richard Dornbush placed first in the free skate, and he also came from juniors and is a young skater. He was pretty good. Um, he didn't really thrill me that much, but I liked him. Well, it's pretty impressive that he was in seventh after the short and he ended up second in, um, he must've won the long program. Yeah, he did. He was first. Okay. Um, So he did the the Sherlock Holmes. Uh, It was a good skate. He had no mistakes, had nice jumps. Uh, He was definitely into the character the whole time. He has some personality and he's somebody that plays to the audience. Uh, uh, His little kicking jumps, you know, and karate things that was kind of cracking me up. But um, yeah, (laughs) you know, because I guess he was in little fight scenes as Sherlock Holmes. Not sure. But he skated well. And um, him and Ross were they were the two shining stars for the long program. Yeah, I agree. It was it was fun to watch. Although, and our, it's, it's hard for me not to call him Dick Dornbush. So I know. <laughs> well, apparently he used to be called Ricky or something, and now he wants to be called Richard. So, you know, maybe it'll be like Kimmy Meisner where he actually, um, you know, made the jump to be mature instead of being uh, <laughs> a child on the, on the oh, ice. <laughs> yeah, Ricky. And like Ricky Schroeder. Um, yeah. 
And then, oh, wonderful our news. Our boyfriend wins it all, goes home with first place, Ryan Bradley. I was so happy for him. He was so excited because, I mean, he was clueless that he was going to win. I and know. Yeah, he, he, had, he did not skate, you know, the best performance for the long. He had trouble with both of his quads, and he really fought for some of the landings on the jumps. But he had enough of a lead um, going into it over the second and third place guys that he did it. And it was so nice. He was so excited that he won. And he was going to retire, and he stayed around because of – his fans tweeting and whatever, Facebooking him and telling him not to go away. And he won the nationals. And so now it's like you won the nationals. Now you can retire. Yeah, exactly. Because he has, he's going to have a great professional career. He's a wonderful <laughs> show skater. He's a really nice guy. And of course we know him so well from the two minutes that we spent with him in Spokane. <laughs> we we do have our picture taken with him and we, and we were pretty much the reason why he did so well in the free skate last year. Because um, right. he knew we were rooting him on, and, and this time used, too, he used the same program as last year. You know, mm-hmm. and the crowd loves him, and he loves the crowd. He loves skating and playing to the crowd. You know, even if it's like not the most difficult choreography, um, he really is playing to the audience. So I was, I was really happy for him. It was nice to see him win. Yeah, I'm. It's nice to see him hang on for another year and come back and win nationals. That'll be something that no one will be ever to. <laughs> <laughs> No one will ever be able to take that away from him. And, of course, I think it's definitely going to help his professional career because he is 27 years old. And, right. Um, so I don't, you know, I would think that he's not going to stay around next year. He's won his national championship. He's going to go to the Worlds. Hopefully he does well there. And it's like, that's, you're at, you're at the peak. So yeah, I just go yeah, away. Just enjoy it. Yeah. And then and go off and make tons of money in your professional career. Because I go see him. He's always fun. And he is, Oh, yeah. He's and, he's cute. Cute. Yeah, and he's cute. And he's very cute. Um, well, and then our, our good friend Evan Lysacek was there, um, yeah. you know, boring as ever in the stands, saying that he's considering coming back. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that because it's never a good idea for people who win a gold medal to come back unless you're like Katarina Vitt or somebody. Right. And um, I was cracking up because, well, he is dumb enough to talk to Andrea Joyce, too. And he was saying how he was thought about coming back and um, he was getting a little emotional about whatever performance. And I'm like, I didn't know that robots got emotional. Well, I like how he says, I'm not a very emotional person, but he's talking about, you know, the, the figure skating movie, the 1961 rise movie that they're all going to doing, which of course is being um, shown on my birthday, February 17th, everyone. So send the gifts and cards my way. You better make sure that Ed takes you to see that. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if I need to spend my birthday watching about a figure skating plane crash. About um, a tragedy. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Um, That might be a last minute decision. But you know, nothing. (laughs) Nothing can top Evan's Musselman commercials because, you know, how he talks. He's like, oh, Musselman, it gives me so much energy. It really helps me with my nutrition. I'm like, boy, you really got to get a better spokesman for that crap. Between him and the Coldies commercials I saw on Skate for the Heart, and then we've got Alka-Seltzer Plus. Who are these sponsors? And then Smuckers. I mean, this is not 1952, okay? (laughs) I don't know. Why are you watching crap? I don't know because <laughs> you know there's just nothing else to do around here. Yeah, so I'm like, what are you doing? Skate for the stars or whatever. Don't watch that. <laughs> Skate from the heart. Oh well, you'll oh, you yeah. should know that your boyfriend was in it. Ryan Bradley was in it, and um, well, Jeremy Abbott and of course Joanny Rochette because her 
um, mother died of a heart condition and then Denny and Barrett were in it and Tanith and Ben and I don't know. It, it was one of the better ones that I've seen because believe me, I have seen some real clunkers this year. This, the gymnastics and skating spectacular was a train wreck. I can't <laughs> no, even tell you. you never watch any skating that also includes <laughs> gymnastics. Oh my God. I mean, Evan and Nastia were out there and oh, talk about Nastia. Ugh. It was it was Nastia. horrifying. Yeah, nastia. It was bad. So all you figure skating fans out there, just stick to the competitions. Better yet, go to the competitions because NBC can't film a figure skating competition to save their lives. I told the producer, I'm like, we got to go. We're, well, we're on our way to San Jose next year. We're not going to miss that. So um, I re- wine tasting. Yeah, eating doesn't get better than yeah, that. Yeah, you guys can pretty much anticipate this time next year the queens will be drunk in a bar somewhere in Napa Valley doing our recording. So look forward to that. Oh, I was going to mentioned that not only was the nationals happening this weekend the european champions was going on and um here's proof that Alyssa could win the world uh the european champion is the swiss miss oh, sarah fire oh no yeah and uh Ka- carolina costner got second and kara corpy got third i mean it is weak in europe so we definitely got a chance and uh, what's his name florent won for the men Hmm. Okay. Rodeo, and um, I don't even know. Oh, the French pair won for dancing. Can't remember what their name is. And uh, for Petulot or something like that. Yeah, Isn't it? yeah. Petulet and whatever. His What's name his is. name? Yeah. And uh, for the pairs was Sevchenko and well, we like to call him Slikawi, but it's Sokolvi. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe it's Sokolby, but they don't say it right. It's Slickowie. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so that's going to be painful to watch. I'm going to have to set the TiVo on fast forward through most of that. So I think the J- Japan could be winning quite a few medals since the Worlds will be in Japan, especially with the men's and um, the ladies' competition because they don't have anybody going on in pairs and ice dancing. But with the single skating, we could see a bunch of medals going to the Japanese. Well, the queens will put their heart and soul behind Ryan Bradley and Alyssa Sisney for big wins at Worlds. And we will be looking forward to that in um, just a couple months at, in March. And the queens have to go on a cruise to Mexico first. So that will be nice. And, yeah, before we'll be nice and, and fresh. We got to rest and relax and drink before we can watch the world championships. Exactly. So we should be nice and fresh for the next podcast, figure skating fans. <laughs> don't you worry. All right. Well, signing off from the U.S. National Figure Skating Championships 2011. Oh, yeah. Buy our crap on Cafe Press um, slash Ice Queens. As you know, I probably forgot to say that last time. So obviously our sales are way down. So we need you to pump those (laughs) right back up for us. Um, Then also you can visit us on theicequeens.com, also on Facebook. And every once in a while we'll tweet some BS that I'm sure you're going to want to read. So that's all for now. Uh, Tori, you want to sign off for us? Um, until next time, keep on rocking. <laughs> Later. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>